this pandemic is going to either create amazing connections or it's going to stimulate or it's going to provoke like crazy disconnections. If you are networking with people, you're sharing your story with Virtual, people. Virtual, of course, not Virtually, networking Yeah, you're person. socially distancing yourself. Mm-hmm. But you're focusing on, okay, I know these things are happening. I know that people are having these same situations or same issues. How can I connect better with different people? Because those same connections may be something that's going to help for you in the, as we get through this thing. Mm-hmm. Welcome to The Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. (laughs) And doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, all of the stuff. (laughs) So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Janelle Copeland here. This is Eddie Copeland. This is the Push Podcast. <laughs> Let me Welcome tell you what pu- just push happened. Podcast. Oh I my did the God. intro. My husband cut me off. He was like, you didn't have good energy there. I think you should do that again. So then... He's screwing with me about when he presses record. We've been quarantined for too long together. And I love it. Today, maybe I don't. Yeah, maybe, maybe you I don't. don't. Yeah, today you've been, you were a little spicy and I was just like, okay, Yeah. Right. And now you won't even let me do the intro the way that I normally do the intro. <laughs> you guys should have heard he said, put a little more bass in your voice. I was like, bass in my voice? How the hell do I put bass in my voice? Put bass in your voice like the booming system. Top down something. What's the lyric? I don't know. I don't know. Can we get back to this? Yes, we can. What right. an amazing day today, right? Um, was it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we are clearly we, not on the we, same page right now. We stayed home all day, you know, loved each other and we our children. Did not, actually, but <laughs> here's the thing. This is a bonus episode, and we are gonna talk to you today about COVID nineteen, coronavirus. We've got a lot of stuff that we want to kind of chat with you guys about and just give you an episode that kind of cuts in front of some of the other episodes that we have recorded and ready for you because this is more this is more appropriate yeah, for right now. We want right to talk now. about it and just share some thoughts. So if you're anything like us, I was looking at kind of like the way that the month has unfolded and it's been crazy. Can I just say the week of March 8th through the 13th was just like a busy, busy week for our family. Yeah. We had a lot of like shows. We had some family things come up. There was some ups and downs like with the family. And then all of a sudden, Kayla's prom gets canceled on the 13th because of coronavirus, right? And then I stumble into a Costco parking lot thinking, okay, all these crazies are swooping up all the stuff. And what do you mean there's no toilet paper? That was on the 14th. And then I realized all the shelves were bare. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of unfolded from there. So the 14th, you know, we met with our staff and kind of talked to them about, hey, this is kind of getting a little out of hand. I know you and I were texting and you were like, I think we might want to get some survival things. Yes. (laughs) Right? Uh, Yeah. So at first it started off very much like, oh, I'm going to go to the grocery store. Ha ha. There's nothing on the shelves. Right. Ha ha. Throw some stuff in the cart just because the kids are going to be home the next week. Right. Because they were calling school off. And then it very quickly within like 24 hours turned into, no, we need chicken. We need toilet paper. We need We need to survive. Yeah. And can we just talk about that for just a second? Like. How I don't know if we were slow or if everyone else was kind of like on it before us. I have no idea what that is, but I do know that I was not confident in all the information, all the news that Mm -hmm. we received. And we talked about this before around the fact that we have so many different news outlets. And these days, because of that, it's hard to like believe in one thing. Like you read something, you go, is that true? Right. Like you're constantly second guessing information that you get. Where I don't think 20 years ago you watched the ABC News and second guessed them. Like you just watched it and you said, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Right. Yeah. And you just responded because of that. 
But, but I it's think on that, social media. Yeah, it's it, on Twitter. It's on, you know, different news outlets. Like it's everywhere. And then someone starts, I don't know if it's a rumor or what, but basically what I'm trying to do is paint a picture. Like if you're anything like us, you were very kind of even keel about this. Oh, okay. This is maybe a big deal. Maybe right. it's not. But I had friends that thought this was fully like Trump's fault. Like this is, oh, this is the government, right? Mm -hmm. Then I had friends that were like, this is a conspiracy theory. It's not real. <laughs> then I had friends that were like, it's the media's fault. Oh my God, the media is blowing it out of proportion. Then I had friends that were pissed because they couldn't get toilet paper. So it's like we hear it from all these different people. And the only thing that we were trying to do, I think, that week was just survive like what was happening with our family, right? Yeah, and I think also like, now I have learned it doesn't matter because if people are reacting to whatever it is, whether it's the government, wherever the reason is, yeah, people were reacting to the point where there wasn't anything on the shelves. So that's what I'm trying to say yeah. is like everything was fine and dandy March like 9th through the 12th. And then something happened on the 13th and it took a turn for the worse. Yeah. Right. And then all the shelves at the grocery stores were wiped out. And then. There were 600 people in line at Costco on the 14th. And then on the 15th, it got worse with the grocery stores. And then on the 16th, which was Monday, that was the first day that we were, the kids were actually home. Mm -hmm. They were, you know, just the schools. It was on, God dang it. What was the date? It was well, the Well, I know that before. there was a tech the day before. I think it was a Thursday or a Friday. They said, everyone is leaving right after school. Can you pick us up? We don't want to take the train. So home. that was the 12th. Sorry. So the 12th, yeah. which was Thursday. And then that day I picked them up. And, you know, here's the thing. Jordan has asthma. She can't get something that attacks her lungs. That's going to be yeah, bad, right? Yeah. So then I decided to keep them home from school on the 13th, which was Friday. Kayla's prom got canceled. And then school was canceled on Friday. It was announced for our kids. Some right. of the other schools and other states and stuff were canceled, but it officially got real for us on the 16th. Mm -hmm. And so then we survived last week, right? And it's just so interesting because it clicked for us that it was real when we started to see like, well, it doesn't matter if people were overreacting and if they were hoarding like that yep. stuff doesn't bother me i just need to be able to feed my family so right. where can i go for supplies now <laughs> like i don't really care about the people that hoarded i don't really care if people made it a big deal but i find that that really pisses people off like mm -hmm. today they're still talking about how annoying that is that people stockpiled well it doesn't matter to me yeah. i just need to get stuff to make sure that my family survives too absolutely and so we get through the 16th and the 20th like 16 through the 20th that week we had to move jasmine out of her college dorm mm -hmm. so that was bittersweet she yeah. didn't get to finish her they um, shut it down over there. Yeah, she didn't get to finish her first year of being a freshman on a college campus in a dorm. So that was disruptive. a little disruptive, <laughs> right? My brother and my sister-in-law, they had to cancel their wedding. Yeah. And that was tragic. You yeah. know, like you sat here for a whole year, planned this beautiful wedding. And, you know, people have flights. They've got mm -hmm. a venue. And so that kind of sparked lots of conversations with us in our within our tribe, you know, we coach and help mentor business owners. And so a lot of my business owner friends and students, like we were in constant communication, like what's happening near you? What's going to happen? Oh my God, lots of people in panic. And I think I was just very much like, like we are with everything. Okay. Let's just take it day by day. Yeah. But literally every 24 hours, something has unfolded and it's been a crazy day today. Yeah. We had calls where we were encouraging them and helping them with through this process and a lot of conversations where people were like, I'm going to stay open. I'm going to make yeah. some adjustments. So that's what I'm saying. Then, Friday the 13th, then, <laughs> literally we were like, oh, well, we can bake bread. We yeah. can like help with necessities, right? People were coming up with some really creative ideas. Friday the 13th, I had a conversation with my staff and I said, what do you guys want to do? Like this mm -hmm. seems like it could be a big deal. We all decided, hey, we have bills. You know, yeah. we're going to continue to open until they shut us down or whatever. Like there's all these rumors. I'll just tell you from Friday the 13th until Monday, two people were like, I'm out. I'm yeah. not putting my health in rep in jeopardy. And so then I started to really think about it. So Monday night, the 16th, we had went up within 48 hours, 51 cases in Los Angeles County. And I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. So I made the decision on uh, the 16th, right before midnight to announce that the Cake Mamas was going to close. 
Here's the inconvenient ass thing about this whole situation. Like we we are no different than you. I'm sure that there's a million things that have been you've been inconvenienced by when it comes to this whole outbreak and you know your kids being home and you not knowing if you're working. We've got several friends that are not able to earn a living right now. Yeah. And it's tragic and it's terrible and we all are going through this in a way that it impacts us in different ways. So on Sunday, the 15th, I literally had three buyers for the bakery. Yeah. I met with a man, like a third buyer, right? And then on the 16th, I closed my business, you guys. Like had to let go of my staff, had to lay them off, and now the bakery is closed. What in the actual hell happened? <laughs> like somebody tell me, right? So I want to share this with you guys for you to know that like you're not in this alone. We know we're all going through this together. But I posted something the other day about like we're all going through the same storm, but all of our boats are different. Some of us are paddling canoes. Some people are in yachts. Some people. (laughs) But the thing is, is you have to know, even if you have a yacht, those yachts about to get repoed. Yeah. (laughs) Some people are in like naval ships. And I think as you go through those different days and you see, like, I don't think I've ever experienced day Such by change. day change like that, right. that you had zero control of, that it was one of those things where you're just like, okay, we've got to make adjustments. So it was right. constant adjustments to that. And I can tell you, we were talking about it earlier. Like, we're not saying we're perfect at all, but we're like, we looked at each other and said, I think we're handling this pretty well. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of shit going on. And I think that we've got a pretty good handle of things. Uh, where a lot of people could be really looking at this in, in a way that's maybe not as productive or maybe the pain is just too great. And so we want to make sure that we understand that and we have empathy for that, but also knowing that we're still not out of it. Like yeah. as you listen to this episode, things are changing. Like even today, we've, we're going to read some news to you about states that have uh, included California. We're in California that have basically say, stay your ass at home mm-hmm. order. Um, I just added that the ass on there um, well, we just to got keep through, people safe. Right. So we just got through the week of the 16th through the 21st, let's just say, right? That week was the first week where like kids were home from school. You were home from work. Luckily, mm-hmm. you work for a company that's allowing you to work from home. You're working from home more than you work at regular work, <laughs> yeah, right? Probably, yeah. And can I just say five of us on Wi-Fi at the same time is painful. Yeah. But that's like third world problems. Like who cares? Get over First it. First world. First world, sorry. <laughs> and then we have all these kids like just home eating all the things, right? Yeah. So the point is we wanted to do this semi-fun, informative episode to tell you like we're right there with you. When I closed the bakery on the 16th, on the 17th, they told me to like remove my employees from the system so that they could qualify for unemployment. I did that. And then guess what? Their payroll wasn't properly processed. So then Square tied up like a ton of our money and that was really stressful. So it's been like one thing after the next. But at the end of the day, we just keep saying we're safe and we're healthy and nobody gets to complain in this house. Absolutely. And, and no one has. And, no, and we have food and we've been cooking and we've been doing dishes all day. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we are all home and which is a wonderful thing at the same time. Like it's cool to see the kids at home taking their classes on the computer. But the band which has been such a, ch- yeah. a challenge for the, the teachers as well. Like Absolutely. if you tried to control 26 or 35 students on a Zoom call, <sighs> can I just tell you? We have like 100 students that get on our Zoom calls. I'm like, you're on mute until I say so, because it's just like painful to hear people I could not move imagine 14, 15, 16-year-olds the class so from their bed. Yeah. <laughs> and then meanwhile, I can't tell you how thankful I am that our kids are not little, because yeah. I swear to God, like, I don't even know what I would do. A lot of my friends that have, have younger kids, in a room. <laughs> you, you just made us sound terrible, but a lot of my friends that have younger kids are like, how do I get my kid transferred out of my class? Because yeah. we are not going to make it, right? <laughs> and the new teachers don't like their students and the students don't like their mom teachers. And yeah. But like, how do you even homeschool a small child while still managing your day-to-day responsibilities if you're working from home? Like, 
homeschooling for children is a full-time job, Yeah. right? So imagine if our kids were like six years old and you've got this workload that you have and I've got my workload and now we have to be freaking teachers. Yeah. Like gouge my eyeballs out. Like I'm yeah, not and, capable and, of that. And, you know, I just want to say my, my heart and my like everything goes out to those parents that are having to do that because I got to be honest with you. There's some parents out there right now that are doing it right. That are like setting Mm -hmm. some time. They're doing the classwork. They're Mm -hmm. doing all those things. And there's some people that are just like sitting in front of this TV or this Mm -hmm. iPad for eight hours right. while we Maybe try to get Maybe out of necessity, done. though. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they've got to put food on the table. But I think that and- I, but I, if you're listening to this and, and you are feeling that way, like all, all I can do right now is put them in front of the TV. I just want to say this. I would just challenge it a little bit. Can okay. I just do that? Because I think that we're all having to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. You know, some are making greater adjustments than others. Mm-hmm. But in order for this to really work for the everyone involved, and what you're going to talk about a little bit, because we're going to talk about like all the the compromises we have to make right. during this time, make sure that you are making those compromises because it's easy to get lost into your work. It's easy to get lost into the things that you're trying to do or or maybe you're lost and stuck in the fact that you just got sent home from work and they don't want you to come back, mm-hmm. right? And you've got kids at home that still have to continue to learn. They still have to continue to, to grow in their academics. Like we want to give you support and tell you that we're there for you. But at the same time, you got to find a way to say, hey, there's more than this, like there's people counting on me to show up. Right. And so show up. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we all have to just do the best that we can through this. And I think at some points we need to stop and kind of assess, like to me, the way that we kind of move about things that we want to encourage you to do today is like find the blessings in this. Cause I'm telling you, if you are at home, you have a roof over your head, you've got any amount of food to you know, provide nourishment to your family. If your kids are not sick, if you don't have the coronavirus, like you need to start off first by counting your blessings. Yep. Every day that we've woken up, we've just said, "Do you know how blessed we are?" Like we've got a heater in the house. It's been raining nonstop, and I'm not going to complain about anything. Right. I'm just not. We've gone for several walks around the block. We have definitely taken the social distancing thing to another level because I just. I'm sorry if I see you out and about during the weekend and you're, I don't care if you're getting smoothies, going on hikes. I don't know what you're doing, but I can't be around you. (laughs) I can't risk that. And and so that's one of the things that we have to like, we have to talk about. We have to address. We have to address the fact that uh, one of the things we talked about prepping for this particular conversation is we talked about the fact that we have so many people that we're seeing that are just not connected to actually the right information mm-hmm. of what's going on and how they need to be thinking about their community. They need to be thinking about people that are not as strong as them. Speaking of like elderly people, mm-hmm. people that may be, their uh, respiratory system may be compromised, mm-hmm. all those different things. People need to be thinking about them. Right. Because that lack of empathy, of, em- empathy, of compassion, mm-hmm. of saying, hey, yeah, I may, I'm, you know, I'm a 30 some odd person. I may get, may get coronavirus and I may be okay. So because I know that, I'm going to just do my thing. Mm-hmm. That's what we're seeing a lot of. Yeah, for sure. And I, I'll just read this right now. As of today, it says across the country, I'm sorry, across the county, Los Angeles County alone, 80% of those who have tested positive are between the age of 18 and 65. And 42% of them are 18 to 40. Mm. That's a lot of young people. You know why? Because those fools in Florida are out there on spring break on the goddamn beach, not listening to the fact that you're supposed to be social distancing and quarantining yourself in your damn home, right? So I think what's going to happen is Americans were so entitled. I want my freedom. This can't cramp my my life. Like, you know, the man can't hold me down. Mm -hmm. All these ridiculous things. The longer it takes for y'all to get your shit together, then the longer this is going to be drawn out <laughs> for the rest of us. So Absolutely. this is like a plea from the Copelands. We want to push you into your goddamn house. Just stay there yeah. for a little while. And like I said, like, look for blessings. I recently, I spent yesterday putting together this document, 131 things you can do during the quarantine They're in categories like so self-care and beauty. You know what? I don't have time to do face masks. Now I do. Right. I can whiten my teeth. I could do some start a new skincare regimen. You can grow out your beard even longer Mm -hmm. if you want. There's so many things you can do. You can start working your ass out because you said you didn't have time 
to work out before, guess what? God gave you time. Yeah. That's what he gave you, I think. You can start decluttering. I'll tell you, I spent one Saturday cleaning out my entire garage, the Mm -hmm. rafters and everything. That was something you weren't going to do. So I did that for us. You're welcome, Copeland family. (laughs) Um, Purging, organizing. I told you the other day, when you come home tomorrow, the carpet's going to be ripped out of our bedroom, right? Yeah. I'm trying to do like home improvement stuff that we wouldn't normally have time to do. Obviously, we need to conserve money. So that's probably not the most important thing. But I'm just saying... What are a million and three things that you said constantly a week ago? If I had the time, I would do that. Well, guess what? Now your ass has the time. (laughs) So I can go on and on. You could do your taxes. You could refine some processes for your business that you didn't have time to do. I have a whole list of things you could be doing for your business. You could be researching other companies. You could be setting up automations. You can look and see what things are going to be holding you back right now from reopening. And you could be working on that now, right? So, yeah, I love that. And so I'm going to play devil's advocate because I know you got the right stuff, baby. Do people say that? No. Why did Uh, you say that? Because that's a cool thing to say. That's not cool, but anyways. (laughs) So I'll say this. So somebody's listening to this going, how am I supposed to be working on all these things? I just lost my job. Right. Totally get it. I I lost mine too. I had to close my business. I did too. And you want me to start working on working out. Okay. Here's the thing. You can't control this. Mm -hmm. You have literally no answers. There are no answers when this will be over. There are no answers on what will happen to your lease, how long your bills will be piling up. There are no answers of if you'll lose your house. There are no answers of if you'll get sick. Literally no one has those answers. I will tell you that the only reason we are able to operate from a place of, eh, can't really control that, is because in 2008, we went through this same exact thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's different because this yeah. is an illness, but when the stock market crashed and the housing market uh, crumbled. Plumbled, yeah, crumbled and we lost everything then and had to file bankruptcy and didn't have jobs then, that experience has given us a perspective that you have to earn. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just tell you, those of you who have never faced challenges and adversity like this, welcome to the party. Yeah. But it's going to really test you. This is a test to see how you're going to rise to the occasion. Yeah. And I love one of our favorite pastors, Stephen Furtick, said this. He said, sometimes you can get stuck, but sometimes you just stop. Mm -hmm. And I think that when these types of things happen, when disruptions from the outside you know, external world uh, happened internally, we stop. Yep. And I think what this list is all about is about understanding that you cannot stop. Yeah. Like, although your business has just closed, although you've been sitting home and they told you not to come back, like life will continue to come. Mm-hmm. Like the sun will come up tomorrow. Time will still pass yeah. and you have to do something. Yeah. And, and I I'm think just... that what we are trying to say in this challenge is we're trying to say is, Hey, we you, we know that this has happened. We understand it. Mm-hmm. We we feel for you. We've we're been in there. It with we're you. in it with you right mm-hmm. now. But we know you cannot stop moving. Right. You have to continue to press forward. We cannot stop moving. Right. Yeah. And I'll just tell you, like the thing that kind of hits me is like you're gonna remember exactly what you did during this time. Yeah. Like when this passes, let's say that let's just say worst case it's three months. Three months you're at home. Three months, you could be eating Cheetos, crying, watching Netflix. Three months is going to pass for me, for you, for everyone. You're going to remember and look back on this moment. You're going to remember exactly what you did with your life during this time. Yeah. So are you going to want to look back and say, God, I gained 15 pounds. I was depressed. I cried because I'm going to tell you what, you will survive this, but it's going to come down to like, are you proud of how you behaved through it? Yeah. And I really think that we're the type of people that we want to get through it and learn and grow through it, not just go through it. Yeah. And I we wrote I wrote down two couple notes and I said this pandemic is going to either create amazing connections or it's going to stimulate or it's going to provoke like crazy disconnections. Yeah. And what I mean by that is if you are doing some of the things that we're talking about, you're connecting with people, you're networking with people, you're sharing your story with Virtual, people. Virtual, of course, not Virtually, networking yeah, you're person. socially distancing yourself, mm-hmm. but you're focusing on, okay, I know these things are happening. I know that people are with are having these same situations or the same issues. How can I connect better with different people 
because those same connections may be something that's going to help for you as we get through this thing, Mm -hmm. right? Those same connections are maybe someone's going to have a word for you. Someone's going to have some type of inspiration for you, an idea for you that's going to help you or just someone's maybe just going through something worse than you are that they just need your support. Social distancing may be enforced right now, but we really need virtual connection. Yeah. Like that's really what we need. I did a Zoom call today with two of my girlfriends and uh, we had a party, kind of like a girlfriend gathering that we missed out on Friday. We had to cancel. Uh, By the way, I didn't get my money back for that from the Mm. hotel. So that sucks. I also have $10,000 tied up with the retreat that I was supposed to be hosting in April. So I'm telling you, when we tell you we're right there with you, we feel the pain financially. We feel the burden of all of it, too. I lost my business, too. Like, we're going through the same things that you are. But you get to choose your perspective. And we literally had the Zoom call today, and we were like, this is so much fun. Why didn't we – why did we have to have corona to do this? Right. You know? And so I really do think that if we focus on connections and reaching out to the people that you don't often have the time to reach out to, it's going to help you get through this and you're going to feel more connected. There are so many like blog articles and things that I've been reading about some of the people in China that have gone through this 50-day quarantine and they're saying the pollution has lifted from the sky and the birds are chirping. You can see the birds or hear their wings flap from the 26th floor in China And I think that it's like Mother Nature is like restoring the earth, Mm -hmm. you know. And then we watched this thing the other day where Idris Elba was talking about like, yeah, I have the coronavirus. He said, but really, I started thinking, what if we are the virus? Yeah. What if we're the virus? Because we're the infection on the earth. Right. (laughs) And so at some point, you know, when a virus is attacking an organism, at some point it starts to attack back. Mm -hmm. And what if the earth is just like, okay, Y'all are ruining us or yeah. or me, and we, this just has to stop, right? Yeah. There's something that has to change. So I do think that us staying home and lessening the pollution and focusing on the things that are important and being one with your family and focusing on the fact that you have your health and you have nothing else to focus on if you've lost your job, mm-hmm. literally nothing else to focus on except your personal growth, your health. And then focus on the people that you love. That's yeah. it. You have like nothing it, a, else, no other responsibilities a, a, an right amazing, now. And a great sense of readiness that you have to like embrace. Yep. Like I got to get ready for the next thing because the next thing is going to be here before you even know it. Yep. But with all that being said, like connection and, and really focusing on that is so important. But what also can happen is a massive disconnection. And I think that many people uh, like to suffer in isolation. Mm-hmm. And as we are quarantining ourselves and people are suffering because of the same things we just talked about, they're doing it alone because they have never learned how to step out of that and to use the community to get support and to help climb out of that kind of mental barrier that sometimes these things can create. Yeah. And so for those that may be listening and if you're isolating yourself, not just isolating yourself in your own house, but isolating yourself within your own mind and suffering alone That could be a very dangerous thing. Yeah, especially if you're sitting on like the news all day or social media all day consuming all this terrible information, right? Robert Madu, this pastor we really like, he said the other day in a service, he says, whatever story you let anchor you will sink into your soul. Mm -hmm. And it's true. If you let, you know, hopelessness and despair sink into your soul, guess what? You'd be depressed and anxious and stressed and all of that stuff, right? If you let hope and possibility sink into your soul, you're going to be lively. You're going to be trying to put one foot in front of the next. You're going to show up in the morning differently, and you're just going to start your day with a little bit of like hope and purpose and gratitude. And so we've really been thinking over the last, I'd say probably 72 hours, like what do people need right now? And we're talking about a lot of it. You need to be in movement. You need Mm -hmm. to be in action. You need to be inspiring yourself through something, whether it's listening to a podcast like this, whether it's starting TikTok. We did TikTok yeah. the other day with our kids. We spent all day dancing. It was so freaking fun. My feet yeah. would not stop hurting that night. You had restless leg syndrome, yeah, right? Yeah, like I couldn't even sleep. But just trying new things as a family, trying new things as a community. And then it's been really important for us with our other business owner friends to just sit and listen and mm-hmm. be in connection and be an ear for each other and to provide comfort and just support, you know? So in the last 72 hours, we've developed 
this challenge. And we're going to invite you guys to come along with us for a 30-day mind, body, and business challenge. Now, you don't have to be a business owner to do this, but there are a lot of us that have businesses and we're trying to figure out what the next steps are. How do we serve our customers? How do we let them know that we don't have the money to give them refunds right now, but we're happy to serve them when we come back? How do we come back better and stronger than ever? So we'll be talking about some of that. So the 30-day Mind Body Business Challenge is going to start on April 1st. So the challenge is for anyone who's struggling with stress and anxiety and fear right now because of this whole situation, it's for those who are hoping to come out on the upside and maybe even be better than ever. It's for those of you who are looking to develop um, healthier and better habits, maybe increase some of your time management, because I'm just going to tell you right now, if you can't make time to work out and you have all the time in the world, then you're screwed when you go back to work, right? If you can't make time right now to declutter your house and to focus on self-development and just growing personally and professionally right now in your downtime, you're screwed when we go back to work. Um, (laughs) This challenge is going to be for anyone who could use a mental mindset shift or perspective shift. So if you need some hope and direction and support, then this is going to be a great challenge for you. Um, And so here's what you're going to get. This is kind of turning into a plug, but we're really excited about this. So we decided that we were going to make it 20 bucks for 30 days. That's less than 60 cents, 60 something cents a day, right? Less than a dollar a day. You're going to get a live training with us. It's going to be virtual online. We'll do a Zoom Social call. Social distancing. Um, and there's going to be five of them starting April 1st until the end of April. You're going to get resources, tips, and strategies to help get you unstuck and keep you in action because there's going to be two types of people that come out of this. Those that stay stuck and stagnant, they're mm-hmm. not really going to get anywhere. You're not going to have a different perspective shift, right? You won't really position yourself to be a great new hire. You won't position yourself to be someone who stands out in a crowd because lots of people are going to be looking for jobs, right? Yeah. And then there's going to be the type of people that join a challenge like this. They gain some excitement, gain a network, they yep. get some support and their mindset completely shifts and they're like, all right, I'm ready. Yeah. And then you're like, put me in coach when we come back from this, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And here's the thing, like the secret is out, right? What's you know, the, the secret? The secret is out. So in 2008, when everything went to shit, mm-hmm. right? Which there we were, were individuals that were creating something, right. right? And so you think about the things that did not exist in 2008 the that are mamas. biggest things on the planet right <laughs> yep. now. Right. The cake mamas is one. Yep. But could you remember Amazon in 2008? I'm sure they were selling books. Mm-hmm. But is it the behemoth right. it is right now? Mm-hmm. No. Right. When you think about Instagram, when you think about all of these different things that are out now, Grubhub, mm-hmm. all the the services and the online things that you see right now did not exist in 2008. And they were seeds that were planted back then. Mm-hmm. And so the secret is out that when we go through these types of things, when we have these downward spirals, this is an opportunity for those that are not you know, seeing millions and millions of dollars to actually have an opportunity to say, I can create something right. that people need when they come out of this. Well, here's what's going to happen. During this time, when people's backs are against the wall, they're going to be figuring out how to be creative and new amazing ideas and brilliant new things are going to come from this. And so anytime we go through this as a society where we get pushed against something and your back's against the wall, you're in like, what is it? Flight or fight or flight. flight. We created survival for our household. right? And that's where when you have a moment to just kind of sit in your thoughts, that's where new inspiration and ideas come from. And then you start to do different things. Like for me, it was like, I'm going to turn on the TV while I'm at home cooking dinner for my kids. And then I was inspired by the cake boss to start the bakery, right? So many moms right now are feeling defeated or dads, whatever. You're feeling defeated because now you don't have a job and you're doing the best that you can. And you're going to wake up at some point over the next eight weeks, let's say, and you're going to say, we're going for a walk around the block. And you're going to go in your closet and you're going to pull out your camera. And before the end of this, you're going to realize that you hated your crappy 
administrative assistant job. And now you're going to want to pivot and become a photographer because you found so much joy with your kids during this time and you stumbled into a hobby that you forgot how much you loved. Like this is how people pivot. This is how career changes are made. This is how new inspiration is birthed inside of you when you go through things like this. And that's why we're so excited about this challenge because our goal here is to get you to a creation state, right? right? Into a state of mind, a state of being where you constantly are trying to create something, right? Whether you're recreating yourself, you're recreating a skill, you're recreating your mindset, you're recreating your body, you're recreating your business, you're creating a business. All those things come from a state. your relationships. uh, They come from a state, but it takes action. And Mm -hmm. so in this challenge, it's about action. It's about participation. It's about engagement. And when you do that, all of a sudden you start to birth these new ideas. You start to think about yourself in a different light. You start to get to a place where ideas are flowing. And then all of a sudden that little voice that tells you that you can't do things or that you're not enough starts to get a little bit more quiet. And and that voice that says, you could do this. We can make it through this. We can get through this part. We've done something like this before. Many of you who are listening to this went through 2008 as well. And you persevered. You got through it. But now what we're trying to do is say, hey, let's create something that is going to help people not only get through it, but also maybe thrive through it. Mm -hmm. And do it in a place where there's a community looking to do the same as you. So we're going to do a 30-day workout challenge. We're going to be focusing on your confidence. We're going to be attacking your fears. We're going to be helping to improve your time management. We're going to be focusing on some clarity and setting some goals And we're really going to be inspiring you to be in a place of gratitude every single day. So if this sounds like something you're interested in, again, it's going to cost you 20 bucks for 30 days. This challenge is going to start on April 1st. Uh, You'll get access to our private Facebook community where other people like you are going to want to come out on the other side ahead of everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be tons of fun. Yeah. I don't even know what else to say. It's just going to be fun. It's going to be encouraging. It's going to be supportive. It's going to be something that's going to help push you into whatever your next chapter is. Absolutely. So I want to encourage you, you -hmm. should do this challenge with us. And the community that it's going to create is going to be amazing. And individuals will be able to help other people that are going through some similar things that I think is exciting. Yeah. So we're just going to have to see how many guys you can get into this because all my ladies, they're in it. Well, you know, ladies get your husband. And that's what, and that's the thing that I think is going to be important too, is that this is hard for everyone the women have a they have a, a sense of emotional intelligence where they can get to vulnerability a lot quicker than mm-hmm. men can and vulnerability is the key i think that unlocks growth a lot of times because you can be honest with yourself and you can be honest with others about your shortcomings mm-hmm. instead of hiding them lying about them running from them yep. uh, like men do and men try to force it to try to force different actions and and they don't get the result but they are basically sitting in shame mm-hmm. so fellas if you're out there get vulnerable say hey you know what this is a tough time for me as well mm-hmm. i can use some some different some uh, ideas mm-hmm. to, to in motivation inspiration that you know, we can help you with. And I think yeah. this challenge is going to be there for you. And if your husband says no, just tell him that the divorce rate in China has increased after the quarantine. <laughs> it has. Right? Absolutely. Tell him. Yeah. So in China, one of the things we were talking about as far as disconnecting is relationships, right? And so while people have been quarantined together, <laughs> uh, underlying conflicts have kind of risen to the forefront. And as they opened up the doors of their homes, they actually opened up the doors to the divorce courts. And so the divorce <laughs> courts have spiked in. in um, I don't want to divorce you, Eddie. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I just don't want to divorce you. But Lord, help me, Jesus. If we are in the same house every day, like not able to get away from each other for like 90 days, that's to be challenging. Well, that's pure joy for me. I mean, I love you, but we need... You see, somebody needs a challenge. <laughs> I need the challenge. Sign me up. Here's my 20 bucks. But yeah, and I think that we can have some fun with the with the challenge. But I think maybe in this challenge, there's some times where you have space. 
Yes. <laughs> you say, I'll be on one end of the house. You do I'll another. be in my room today. <laughs> <laughs> today is my room day. So I love you. See you. Goodbye. Yeah. I don't uh, want to increase in the hours. divorce rate. <laughs> uh, so, I, but that's going to be exciting. Yeah. So if you guys are interesting, head over to JanelleCopeland.com. The information is going to be there. I think it's JanelleCopeland.com forward slash challenge. We'll put it in the show notes for you, but we really hope that you'll join us. This is going to be a lot of fun. Starts April 1st. It's a 30-day challenge. It costs you 20 bucks, and we're just trying to set you up so that way when it's time, when this all rolls over, uh, you're going to be ready, Yeah, ready to get back and in the game. And if people will just go home, it'll be over before you know it. Yeah, just take your ass home, please. Yeah. Everybody was hiking this weekend, posting all kinds of stuff about <laughs> outdoors. And that sounded like a good idea at that moment, right? Today, guess what? Parks are getting shut down because mm-hmm. people, we rode our bikes through the park and literally, I was offended that people were playing People are, like, are literally like, games. oh, we have, you know, let's just meet at the park. Yeah. No, you're supposed to stay away from yeah, each other. It's so bad. And so, uh, listen, y'all, listen. <laughs> listen. And, and, and here's the thing. I, and I just want to say this. I know we talked about this earlier on. What do you have to know? I mean, do you have to hear a story where someone who was 30 years old thought they can go hiking with a friend? Yeah, what do you that need friend to take this was seriously? exposed to coronavirus. All of a sudden, she you go home. She dropped dead in the forest. No, what you, do you no, need? You go home, you go hug your grandmother, and you think everything is all yeah. good, and your grandmother gets sick. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of thing that people don't understand. We're watching a newscast and these kids are like, I'm 30 years old. I, I, I heard it only uh, affects older people. Well, don't you have grandparents? Yeah. I'm sure you have know some, you know someone. And if you don't know someone, someone you're hanging out knows someone right. that they're going to interact with and get them sick. Yeah. So, and um, conversely, I will tell you, I've seen a lot of elderly people in the grocery stores and- I've wanted to say something to them like, are you not watching the news or like, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to offend them. Right. Right. And so the other day I was leaving Costco and there was an elderly woman when we were walking out, my friend mentioned something about her and I was just like, why is she here? Like yeah. I, clearly she's older. So I, you know, walked past her, went, put my cart, my stuff in the grocery, my groceries in the car. And then when I went to put my cart back, I passed her and I stopped her. And I said, oh, can I help you with your groceries? I felt like I shouldn't be touching her groceries because I don't know if I have Corona. Like I wanted to help her though. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like looking at her. She's got to be between 70 and 80 something, right? And I asked her, I said, can I ask you a question without like offending you? I don't know how I should really position this question, but I can't not ask you. And she said, sure. And I said, what the hell? are you doing out of your house? Like, do you understand what's happening right now? Like the elderly generation, your generation, you're the people that are in jeopardy. And she started crying and she said, I'm so thankful that you're asking me, but honey, I have a disabled husband at home. And if I don't leave to go get groceries for us, like we'll die. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, so here's the thing. I get it, but I want to help you. I'm going to give you my phone number. You can Google me. I swear I'm not a crazy person. I'm not trying to take advantage of you. She was like crying. Mm. And I was like, I'm happy to run your errands. If you need toilet paper, I'll stand in line for you. But I don't want you to leave your house. Do you understand? And so it was just such a sweet thing because if I wouldn't have been brave enough to say like I could potentially disrespect her or hurt her feelings But then it turns out that I found out she had to. She has no family. There's no one to help her. So she's got to put herself at risk every time she leaves. And then you go home to your disabled husband. You bring him something that you got from Costco. I'm appalled by that. I want to help you. So shout out to Sherry. I want to help you. She's not listening, I'm sure. But I would just want to encourage you guys, like, who can you help? Like, who can you stop at the grocery store? Who can you exchange phone numbers with? Who can you reach out to that might just need connection or some freaking enchiladas or whatever it is that you can do to help serve others? I really think you need to be coming from a place of service right now. Yeah. And I think that level of social compassion, distancing service. Yes. Yeah, social distancing compassion. That level of compassion, I think we it, we're seeing either compassion or we're seeing indifference. Mm-hmm. And and I think that in this time, I think one of the things that we're going to see is you're going to really be able to see what people are made of. Yes. Like their character comes to the forefront when there's things like this. And I think that you have shown me amazing uh, compassion by that's not the only person, old, uh, elderly person oh. you've helped. Uh, and so your willingness to help other people, I think is so important to inconvenience yourself 
to make sure that you are still supporting others. Yeah, it's important, and I think that the reason why I say it's a, the character to comes to call uh, comes to the forefront is because everybody's losing something. Yep, and everybody's lost something during this time, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be work, money, whatever it is. But it's the people that are still willing to help others yep. during their own time of loss. I think is really where you see the difference in individuals. Yeah. And so thank you for being such a great person. Aww. And now I'm like looking for people to help. How can well, I? Well, you me? should be looking for people to help, right? <laughs> but here's, here's That's why we're doing thing. this challenge. Yeah. And I've been trying to be really positive on like our social media platforms. And so I, I've been sharing that I've been doing a lot of trading with friends. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, friend gave me some tampons. I gave her some coconut milk, like just random stuff. And I think that that's important too. We're taking it back to old school. Like, what do you have that I need and vice versa? So I had asked that and I was encouraging people to share and help someone. And this woman sent me a direct message on Instagram and it was really sweet. She said, I wasn't trying to hoard toilet paper, but I was, I saw one thing of toilet paper in Target. I ran for it and this other lady ran for it at the same time. So they come to it together. They both grab it. And I guess not the lady that messaged me. Let's just say her name is Debbie, right? Yeah. Debbie's messaging me. She said, this other woman grabbed it at the same time I did. And she said, well, do you need it? Or do you just like, are you hoarding? And she said, well, I need it for my aunt. She doesn't have any toilet paper, which was true at the mm-hmm. time. She said the lady kind of like not threw it at her, but she let it go of it. And she was like, fine, take it. We're supposed to be nice to each other right now. So she kind of gives her attitude, but she takes it, right? She's like, I just want to make sure you're not hoarding it, but you can have it if you need it. So it's like kind of like a shitty way of saying like, (laughs) fine here, right? But she did the right thing. So then this woman, Debbie, that's messaging me, she sends me a message and she said, do you know anybody that needs toilet paper? Because low key, I'm feeling kind of guilty. I had this interaction (laughs) and it turns out my aunt had her own toilet paper. So Uh I want to pay it forward. The point is, is that was really sweet, right? And so although this woman might have been a bitch to Debbie, Hey, she got under your skin and look at you trying to do the right thing. And I thought that was such a sweet story of what we should be doing right now to be compassionate and share and trade and just help each other. So please, friends, push through this as best you can, but do it with some compassion, with some sympathy, with some empathy, with some love in your heart. This shit's not about you. Yeah, people are so, they individualize this thing as, Oh, it's, it, so it's not going to be my problem. So I'm not going to comply with the government because it's not going to, we, we were interacting with some people that were like, oh, I'm not going to be doing that. I'm just going to, we're yeah. just not going to do it. I I'm still like, have to live my life. I'm, and I'm like, yeah, but you're thinking about this as you're individualizing the problem. Right. Like it's not going to affect right. me. So I'm not going to comply. Right. But you are jeopardizing others. Right. So please make compromises with each other. Don't be self-centered. Understand that maybe you may not be impacted. Maybe you didn't lose your job. Maybe right. you didn't lose your business. But other people have. And but so also the flip side of that, though, maybe you did. I don't want to hear about that either because I'm struggling with my own stuff, too. Mm-hmm. You know, get what I'm saying? So like someone's complaining, like, you know, my kid, they missed their prom. They're not ever going to get the senior year back. Yeah. Guess what? They have their health. I know that it sucks. I understand that our daughter didn't go to prom either. Like, I get it. I know that your kid wants to stay away in college and he doesn't want to come home. I get it. We have the same situation, too. But don't bitch and complain about that because as long as you're not like dead or infected with the coronavirus, like you need to be counting your blessings right now. Things could be way worse. And so I just want to check you. Nobody (laughs) wants to hear you complain. I could go on and on about this because I swear I've got friends on all different sides of this, you know, complaining yeah. about the conspiracy theory, complaining about the government, complaining about there being no tests, complaining that the media blew this up. I mean, it's just like, just shut up. Do you mm-hmm. have food to survive right now? And it, do you have a roof over your head? Yes. Okay, then stop watching social media, watching the news. Just shut up. Go you, for you, a you know, walk. You know what the problem is I have with conspiracy theories? And I'm not saying that they're not sometimes merited and they're not justified or whatever the case. They may even be facts. The problem is, is that conspiracy theories never focus on making things better. Mm-hmm. They only focus Just on stir shit up, stirring things up and focusing people on the negative. Right. And so I get it if you have a conspiracy theory. But you know what? Pause your conspiracy theory mm-hmm. until after you've helped other people yes. through this situation, yes. after you've filled the world with positive things and positive information. So for the conspiracy theories that theorists that are out there listening, that's great. Write it down, put it in a book, 
Maybe publish a book later. Yep. Right now, help other people. Yeah. Right. Last thing I want to tell you, we've been trying to do family movie night every night with our kids. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, we have the strangest children and they're wacko. I'm just going to tell you. First night was World War Z. Not helpful for this situation. <laughs> Next night, some sort of apocalyptic crap. I don't know. We watched Bird Box. Let me tell you what you should watch, but low-key, you should not. Contagion. <laughs> so Contagion uh, was, it came out in 2011. Can I just tell you, like, it's not for the weak at heart, mm-hmm. but you need to go watch it because it's literally exactly what we're going through in 2020. And this was filmed in 2011. And yeah, they talk about social distancing. They shut down the schools. They do all that stuff. But in the movie, you can see how like the CDC doesn't want to freak people out and the government can't shut down the schools because people will go start looting and the grocery workers will quit. And like, so there's so many different uh, variables. Yeah. And I just think it's a really informative movie to see. Well, if we have 7.4 billion people on the planet, what one message will work for all of them? And the answer is none. No. Absolutely none. Because the greatest part, I think, of the movie were, was they were trying to figure out, like, how do we do this without freaking people out? And they were like, yeah, that's not going to happen. You just need to tell them to stay home, right? And one of the, like, virologists or something, she said, if there's a plastic shark on TV, people won't go in the ocean forever, Jaws, right? But if you put a warning label that says you'll die if you smoke cigarettes on the side of a cigarette carton, people will just disregard it. Yeah, like we That's need- literally what's <laughs> happening right now, you guys. Yeah. Like, unless you see frenzy and chaos, you don't take this shit seriously. Yeah, and, and Go watch Contagion. Yeah, and I and, hope you have nightmares tonight. And we can't be, just guys, kidding. I mean, that, that is so true. Like the imagery that we need in order yeah. to like- be emotionally responsive yep. so that we listen and do things is, is crazy. Guys, let's be a little bit more emotional, intelligent, yep. intelligent. Let's see. Okay, here are some of the things. If you can't trust your news, find a doctor that you know, call them mm-hmm. and say, give me the facts. What yep. should I be doing right now? Whatever you need to do to get the right information. But that movie was crazy. I made people, I, I said, hey, I paused the movie three times and said, let's we get up and let's wash, wash our, our hands. hands as a team. Okay, <laughs> wash your hands. Because I mean, you be think you, you think all this thoughts are dirty. So it's the way <laughs> that you transfer, like it's just crazy. All oh, these germs. God. So, so go watch Contagion. I promise you won't sleep tonight. <laughs> but it's very informative, and you deserve to know what's happening right Absolutely. now. And um, I hope this was informative. If you found this enjoyable, if you're gonna get your shit together, join the challenge with us. Leave us a review, please, because if you're listening passively, we appreciate that. But also, we need your help. Like, we're doing this for pennies. Well, actually, we pay for this. I'm just going to tell you, we don't get paid to do this. We pay for this. So it would be really appreciative and helpful if you took two minutes to just rate and review this podcast and also share it. Why? Because you're probably on social media anyways, and we would love for you to help spread the word. So we're not doctors, we're not experts, but um, hopefully this was a good conversation. I don't know, share it with your kids, your teenage kids. Um, And we're just sending you lots of love and light. So we hope to see you on April 1st through the 30th. And we will talk to you soon. Go ahead and push through. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review. You leave your handle and until next time push through